Well, isn't that unfortunate? Another mysterious person dying close to the Obamas and the Clintons and so on and so forth. Surely he knew nothing and this was just a tragic coincidence that just has been mirrored almost verbatim before with a Clinton chef. We'll probably get into that in a different upload. That being said, actually tragic. This guy was a father and he leaves behind a kid as well as well as his wife, of course. And, uh, you know, that is all around unfortunate. This story, there's, an, there's a lot of things that just don't seem quite right about it. But, of course, you know, it is important to keep here. While there are a lot of mysterious deaths connected to these figures, on the other side of that, we always go looking for it. And we go looking for it, we do find it. So I'm only going to focus on the things that stand out to me. There's a lot of people picking out different things, have different arguments as to why the story... I'm just saying in general to me, there's a general air that we're not being told something about this story. I'm not exactly sure what, but we'll get into it. That being said, man found dead on Obama state, identified as Obama's personal chef. Now, this guy worked with Barack Obama when he was president and left with him to go work at his private residence. I assume, based on what I've already read, that maybe this guy lived at this residence. He apparently at one point in time wasn't a very good swimmer. He learned how to swim. He became quite efficient at swimming, actually. And he drowned in eight feet of water. And we know this because somebody nearby called 911. Somebody who was out there swimming with him. Now, Martha's Vineyard is a very large, very beautiful estate. And what we think of as ponds are really just micro lakes on this property. Personal little big pools of, of water you can go swimming in. That's kind of the idea. But this guy becoming proficient at swimming. When he didn't know how to swim, that was almost an excuse, right? When, when uh, the story first broke, it was, well, look, we found this post from his Instagram where it says, still can't swim. But we also found videos from later posts that weren't originally talked about. And they show that he actually became quite efficient. Showing his uh, Fitbit and all that. So a very young, fit guy goes paddleboarding. And all of a sudden, just drops into the water. Dirty dealings with Obama. Heart attack. Climate change got him, you know? He, he suffered from racism. Perhaps clot shot type deal. Who knows? But let's continue on. What do you guys think? I know a lot of you listening to me talk about this have already looked into this story. I'm about a day behind on this. So this article is by Libby Emmons. Right from Brooklyn, New York? Ugh. The 43-year-old man who drowned while paddleboarding off the Edgar Town, Edgar Town coast of Martha's Vineyard on Sunday has been identified as the personal chef to Barack and Michelle Obama. So big Mike. Tafari Campbell was a White House chef before coming in to the <clears throat> sorry in the personal employ of the Obamas after the President Obama left the office in twenty seventeen. It is almost twenty twenty four. Man. You know we're closer to twenty twenty seven than we are to twenty seventeen. It's kinda wild to think about. Anyway, divers recovered his body just before 10 a.m. from Edgartown Great Pond. 
on which the Obama's family's $12 million mansion lies. By the way, keep in mind, Obama, climate change Obama, lake and oceanfront property. Water levels will rise. It's like the, it's like an extension. It's, it's, uh, it's weather non. That's what it is. It's weather non. Next 20 years, we're gonna be underwater. Okay, the next 20 years, we're gonna be underwater. It's like the end of the world, people. Well, it's gonna be 2012. Well, it's gonna be 2024. Well, it's gonna be, no. It's never gonna be. If it was, why would you be buying fucking real estate? Just so you guys can be the virtuous, noble ones who buy it so other people, other good, wholesome, moral people don't buy these riverside, pro- oceanfront property and drown. Sorry, I just don't think uh, the Obamas and a lot of people in Martha's Vineyard are that uh, are that selfless. I just think they bullshit us so we don't buy and it also helps. You know, the whole, yeah, our property will be underwater in a few years. really comes in handy when you want to keep real estate prices down as much as possible. And, you know, Martha's Vineyard is obscenely expensive, even with all that nonsense being propagated around it. But it also keeps people from wanting to move in and invest in it, which keeps it nice and wholesome for all of Obama's and his nice little friends that he's grown up or, you know, came to power with and has come to know to all live around him. Same thing, you know. They don't, it's not that they don't want people flying. It's just they don't want you flying with them. They just want it for themselves. Gated community is only for them. Flying, automobile, flying and automobiles and boat travel, just for them. That's the end goal, you know. You cannot have what they want. You will own nothing. You will be happy. But on this show, we are a firm believer that they will own nothing, and uh, we will all be happy. Now let's move on. In the past, Campbell wrote the words, quote, still can't swim in the form of a hashtag on his Instagram post. As you can see right here. Again, this is a fit guy. Clearly goes to the gym, clearly eats right, takes care of himself. So, could it be clot shot related? That's honestly more towards where I lean based on what we got going on right now. Just, I I want to be like, oh yeah, dirty, suspicious, evil dealings, which there very well could be. I mean, a lot of people die close to the Obamas and close to the Clintons and close to a lot of these very well-connected politicians and legacy political figures that are no longer in power but carry a big sway with them like Obama. A lot of people end up dead around him. It's just a fact. Another social media post showed the chef swimming and seemingly doing decent, so decently. Right here, libs of TikTok. Obama's chef, who drowned while paddleboarding in eight feet deep pond by Obama's home, was a decent swimmer. This is from his Instagram some audio no there is no audio see he learned how to swim I remember the story first broke this was the big point of conversation well he didn't know how to swim so he should have been out there swimming and it was like yeah well if he didn't know how to swim why was he out there swimming but let's continue on quote Massachusetts State Police said Campbell was from Dunfries Virginia and was visiting Martha's Vineyard at the time of his passing. President Mr. and Mrs. Obama were not present at the residence at the time of the accident. The Chicago Sun-Times reported. Mm. Hold on about that, though. While it does not necessarily tie any dirty or foul play to the Obamas, it is worth mentioning that they were near their home. They weren't 
in their home. They weren't in their residence, but they were in and around their, their home as well. I plan on reading this article in a different upload. It's a bit of a long article, so I don't want to make this one of those half-hour, 45-minute uploads. I want to get a bunch of, like, 15 to 20 minutes, like, really trim the fat on these uploads. But it is worth noting, like I said, we'll get into this article later on today, hopefully. And if not, we will definitely get into it. And I'll leave a link to this article in the description below. The Obamas were home. They just weren't in their residence when this happened. But, moving on. In a statement, the Obamas praised Campbell, saying, quote, Tafari was a beloved part of our family when we first met him. Jamie knew too much, I guess. He was a talented sous chef at the White House. By the way, he listened to people read this article saying sus chef or souse. Someone said souse. They were a souse chef. You can go listen to my content back in the day. I actually used to do a lot of uh, cooking. I was a prep cook and I, uh, I did. I was a saucier, as it was called. I sauteed shit. Sauteed shit. Mm. Whipped up the onions, made them good. Actually, I, I do make some mean sauteed onions and anything. I can saute it really good. Seared is a little Tony Saturies and some Goya seasoning. Take your pick. I'm not too picky about whatever flavor palette you want. Anyway, moving on. Trims of fat gives cooking tips. Chef at the White House, so the creative and passion and was creative and passionate about food and its ability to bring people together. In the years that followed, we got to know him as a warm, fun, extraordinary, extraordinarily kind person who made all of our lives a little brighter. Michelle, mm. hypothetically speaking, again, we're just having fun. This is a dark, macabre subject, but we can have a lot of fun. Our imagine. Our imaginations can run wild here, can it? What if Obama walked in on him bouncing up and down on Big Mike, you know? And he just had to just... Same thing, you know. A lot of... You, you probably had the same... Had to do to him, uh, you know, what Hillary wished she did to all those chicks Trump invited to the front row during all those debates. If you don't know about that, because I know I got a bit of a foreign audience, uh, for multiple presidential debates in 2016, Trump invited multiple Bill Clinton rape accusers and confirmed victims. Well, people who's like DNA, Pat. Anyway, uh, allegedly confirmed. Anyway, rape victims of Bill Clinton gave him front row seats to multiple debates. So in the very front row of multiple debates, Hillary Clinton just had to face the women who accused, his, accused her husband of sexual assault. And, you know, Michelle Obama, there's a lot of talk about Michelle Obama possibly running for president. I don't think it's going to happen. But, you know, if she does, you know, they don't want Trump inviting this guy to the front row and giving him seat tickets. It could get awkward, you know. So, paddleboard an accident. Again, we're just having some fun here. Media matters. I'm not alleging anything outside of a gist. But continue on. That's why, quote, that's why, when we were getting ready to leave the White House... We asked Afari to stay with us, and he generously agreed. He's been part of our lives ever since, and our hearts are broken that he's gone. Today we join everyone who knew and loved Afari. That's a cool name, actually. Especially his wife, uh, Circe's, sorry, Circe's, huh? That's a cool name as well. And their twin boys, Xavier and Savin. In grieving for the loss of a truly wonderful man. Again, uh, it, I, I, my heart does break for his wife and kid. You know, I, uh, I, I, I got very fortunate. Didn't have a lot. Didn't have a dad, but had great grandfathers and a lot of really good male role models. And I've seen the consequences of people 
who have zero. I've seen the consequences of 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 uh, of of kids who have zero good masculine role models in their life. Anyone is like zero people to step in to fill that void. So you know, like people like me who had like really good grandparents, or maybe some of you listening who had a really good stepfather, perhaps. You know, you, that 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 is a vital role that needs to be filled in. So my heart breaks for any family that loses that part of the nuclear structure. It's 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 a it's a crippling loss. It sets a lot of people back, and it's part of the reason why so much of my generation and the generation before us, quite frankly, you watch the social like degrading of morals and the rusting of the social pillars we stand upon. It really rises in tandem with the amount of divorces in this country. It, it's quite unfortunate, you know. But moving on. The Obamas, multi-million dollar vacation estate on Martha's Vineyard, saw a massive response from uh, from emergency responders when accounts emerged of a man dressed in black without a life preserver paddleboarding off the coast. It's again, no paddleboard, no uh, no life preserver. Huh? It's not that weird. A lot of people will be like, well, blah, blah. It's, do you ride your bicycle with your helmet every time you ride your bike? I don't. I usually don't wear a helmet, and I've been hit by cars a ton, <laughs> a ton right, right, riding my bike around town. So you know, I, I, uh, I, but that does definitely add to the add to why they probably would play add to. Uh, sorry, stuttered for a second. It probably adds to why they're acting like there is no like nothing suspicious here, no foul play. He didn't wear a life preserver, and he ended up drowning. Then again, if you ever walked through like a lake or a pond, that murky mud at the bottom, that shit's like quicksand, man. I go down to a uh, family, visit them in uh, a little tiny ass place called Bruce, Mississippi, and man, I go walking through the mud down there. If you don't get attacked by leeches first, because some areas are really bad, but. You know, a lot of them lakes and or a lot of them ponds down there, man. Cup like five, six feet deep lakes, pond or uh, ponds. Sorry, they're really deep ponds. I live in more of an urban city area where I'm at, so our, our version of ponds are like the shit you find around apartment complexes. Not that deep. We like spring fountains and stuff. So I think a big bodies of lake that aren't like big bodies of water that aren't like. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, that, that mud is like quicksand. Your, your foot gets sucked into it. it. It gets really sticky down there, you know. So it is possible he got tangled up. Or just, you know, but he floated to the surface afterwards. Again, I lean more towards the clot shot. The, uh, the larger, like, dubious, he was murdered type jokes are fun. Conspiracy theories add color to life. I'm not above enjoying and indulging them in a little bit. But I genuinely think... Young, fit guy, eats great, I, I assume, based on what I've seen of him. You know, just the pictures in the article. I haven't gone looking up this guy, but... So I just lean towards, you know, uh, what what happened to, like, uh, you, you know, a lot of athletes have been having a lot of heart problems suddenly, allegedly due to climate change and racism. Racism. As people on YouTube too scared to actually speak up would pronounce it. So, that's just where I lean with this one. Emerged, uh... Of a man dressed in black without a life preserver paddleboarding off the coast, he was seen to be struggling. Another paddleboarder was, had been with the male at the time and saw him go under the water. The recovery was made around 10 feet from the shore, where water was around 8 feet in depth. Numerous agencies responded, including Egertown <laughs> Fire and all uh, island fire departments, local police, state police patrols, Air wing and detectives, the Duke County Sheriff's Department, and the Coast Guard. 
Yeah, see. My question is why was it why was their response just to call 911? Shouldn't there have been an impulse to, 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 to rush to their aid, to save them, to help them get out of that water? But no, you just kicked back and called 911, huh? Watched them thrash and go under? It's weird. It's really weird. And, and before you go, well, James, you're sitting here saying they should have gone in the water. You know that's a bad idea. Yeah, I know that's a bad idea. If you're not properly trained, you don't know how to swim properly, people thrashing and drowning will kill you if you try to swim, try to save them. Most of the time, they'll grab you and they'll pull you underwater with them and hold on to you tightly. And since they're in this state of fear and panic, their grip, and they'll usually grab whatever they get their arms around. And that tends to be people's necks. So people who are drowning typically and can often kill the person trying to rescue them. And I say, and I fully know that. I'll leave a link to this video in the description below. A little over a year old. It's about two years old now. I was part of a rescue thing like this. Uh, a kid was got supposedly, allegedly got washed out by the undertow. And me and a bunch of people rushed into the water trying to find him. And then we had to form a human chain. And then Coast Guard, Life Guards, and tons of other people showed up after we already had started the rescue thing. Part of uh, this filming is people I was at the beach with, and then they made us take a break because we had been at it for like 45 minutes, so they forced people to take breaks. So I filmed the other part of it, including interviewing people who were part of the rescue. So before you say, well, James, you're talking a big game about how you should have gone in there and saved them, I, 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 uh, maybe it's just me, and I imagine a lot of people listening to this, isn't there like an impulse? Like, a, don't you feel something like, like a, like a metaphorical hand shoving you from behind, telling you to go save somebody. You see a human thrashing, trying to survive. Even like doesn't don't you guys feel that moral hand just aggressively shove you from behind, pushing you towards helping somebody in need? I'm not that big of an Ayn Rand fan, fan as you can tell. But that being said, I'm gonna wrap this article up here. The next article, we will be going into that Daily Mail article about some really suspicious, uh, some details that were left out of the previous article. That being said, this is Inside Four Walls. I'm James Madison. I shall talk to you guys later.